Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Film Frat Podcast, episode 10, 10 yes, double sir. digits. Today we have a very special guest. You've heard her in the background on the podcast, <laughs> correcting us, making sure she keeps us in line. Absolutely. Uh, she is crochet queen, and she just loves movies. Anytime you hear me telling a story about going to the movie, she's right by my side. It's Mackenzie Kay in the building. Thank you, thank you. I'm the plus one. Plus one for this very exciting episode of Film Frat Podcast. What about me? Oh, Alex, Bro. as always. <laughs> as always. <laughs> it's a party here today. We yes, got sir. Alex, Mackenzie, Carter, Munchies, Shout myself. Out to everybody. Yes, sir. It's going to be a good myself. one. All right, so what we got going on for a very special episode 10? Yes, dude. What, what are we doing right now? Dude, we're going to start off episode 10 with a little game between you two. We're going to pull up. I, I've made a good, solid list of 2023 movies this year. Okay, word. And we're going to go mono e mono, yep. movie versus movie. Yep. Ron tomato scores. Who had the higher or lower tomato score? I'm a so, little nervous. Now, yeah. now, before we start, let's preface. You had a, an issue because you're, you're thinking Ron tomato scores are sometimes kind of weird, right? To yeah. like judge off of. Yeah, they're, okay. they're hard because I don't know what they're looking for with the That's tomato true. scores. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they're like so low for some reason, and then the audience scores are so high. Is there any movie that you guys can think of where you're like, I love this movie, and it doesn't have a good Rotten Tomato yeah, score? Yeah, uh, Mario. Mario? Super yeah. Mario Bros. from yeah, this movie? Yeah, I liked that one. I like that one, too. I thought it was yeah. a solid movie. What was, it, what was the score around? I think Did it was like... Like fifty or something, and then oh, the wow. audience score was like eighty. Okay, okay. so oh, we're yeah. going just solely based on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes was score. like in the fifties, I think. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. My personal example that always this has actually shifted my mindset on Rotten Tomatoes ever since I saw the score was for Paul Blart Mall Cop. Which is oh, out of what? Yeah. It has about a 30% on Rotten Tomato, and I think that is a classic movie. It is a classic I think that is a solid movie. So that ever since then, I've always been, you okay. know. Always, you know, wishy-washy with the scores, but mm -hmm. there are a lot of people go to them when it comes to whether they want to see a movie or not. That is true. So Okay. So let's see what we got here. Let's get into let's this. Let's get into it. Right. So how it works, I'm going to bring up two names, two movies, and okay. they're going to write down what movie they think had the higher Rotten Tomatoes okay. score. Perfect. Okay. All right. Let's do it. You guys ready? Yo. Yes. All right. We're going to start it off with a very good matchup okay. like i'm pretty excited about this matchup because okay. we got two heavy hitter animations from this year okay oh. spider-man across the spider-verse okay and teenage mutant ninja turtles Ooh, mutant that's Mayhem. perfect oh that's actually gosh, a really good that's one so hard um, tough one okay. okay so who had the better rotten tomato me? score Crap. Spider-Man came out earlier this year and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out a little later. And Teenage Mutant Ninja mm. Turtles says that they did take, like we mentioned yeah. in other podcasts. They, they drew inspiration from like the animation and stuff. Exactly. And the style. Okay. So I already have mine. Okay. I already have mine. Okay. Alex got his down. locked in. You guys got mm -hmm. him locked in? Yeah. All right. Should we do a three, two, one? Yeah. All right. And we reveal. You guys, three, two, one. Reveal. We got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for Mackenzie. Really? You and think we got so? Spider-Man well, for feel Alex. Like, I feel like people oh, no. were really mad that it was like a part one, part two. You think that, okay, so you're saying that itself is going to drop it below Teenage Mutant. I don't I know. I disagree. I feel, mm. like, I feel like because there was no closure and yeah. people didn't know that going into the movie. Really? It might affect okay. it. Okay. But okay. Okay. Valid. I, I didn't also, know that going into it. But oh, that really? could just yeah, be like no. the audience score. 
like thing that I'm thinking of. I don't know what they look for with okay, Rotten okay, Tomatoes. Okay. What are they looking for? Valid, you guys are going to be uh, pretty interested with this one. So I'm I mean, nervous, bro. It's split. It's yeah, a it is. split. 1-1. One, one. Who took it? So the winner with the higher Rotten Tomatoes score by 1%. No. Oh. No way. Is Teenage Mutant no, Ninja Turtles Mutant oh. Mayhem. That's crazy. And it's because of my reason. That's actually kidding. 1%. There's no way that movie is objectively better than Spider-Man. I don't know, man. There's I no way. I, I really, I love Spider-Man. I like And I Spider-Man. do like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But right. I saw Spider-Man like three times in That's the what I'm saying. And, yeah. and Andrew Garfield himself said that Spider-Man was a cinematic masterpiece. I have to agree. I like... I liked Spider-Man better too. Yeah, it yeah, just yeah, felt sure. different. I mean, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I loved that movie too, but and it was more complete, I guess, because you were saying part one, part two. But I don't know. The Across the Spider Verse was just so different. It was, mm-hmm. yeah. So ninety six for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, ninety five for Spider-Man, there, but okay, go ahead. Four percent higher audience score on Spider-Man. Okay, I see. See, see? but that's the opposite of what that, you were saying, though. Well, I was kind of well. I don't know. I just kind of thought I heard a lot more people complaining about Spider-Man. Yeah, there were. Yeah, you know, there were for sure. A bunch I of really liked it, but then my brother didn't because of that reason. See, I knew it was going to be a two-parter, so I went into it knowing how. Oh yeah. Um, however, I didn't know. Yeah, but like watching the movie itself, um, it didn't seem like it was going to end, mm-hmm. right? I'm like, oh, they're gonna still keep going. It was already like two hours yeah. in. I was That's like, this true. is crazy. That's true. Yeah, because once it got to that point where you thought it was going to hit that third act, yeah. you're like, oh snap, the third act's just about, about to, to start yeah but then it cut because like when it got cut off to be continued i was like i was like wait what that's what i'm saying yeah but dude it's such a good movie it's okay such a good movie. Really i'm, good I'm movie. curious to know why it's one percent higher I know, like, 1%? that's crazy there's like i don't know for Cra- the rotten tomatoes do they break it down like what why they i think score you can like go or? through the reviews like it yeah. shows like 381 reviews for spider-man and 245 reviews for uh for teenage mutant ninja turtles so i think you can like See, okay, but but statistically speaking, then that means there were more reviews for Spider-Man. So maybe more people had negative thoughts, you know, so less. Okay. It's yeah. It's very like objective with Ron's males. Obviously you just see the score, but there's more behind. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I disagree still, but okay. As of right now on the website, I I do too. I thought it was really interesting. That matchup was really interesting. Not to say that Turtles was bad. Mm -hmm. That was a really good movie. Yeah, I liked that one. You really did like that one, Mm -hmm. but. Yeah, I was surprised by that one. I was because okay. su- I mean yeah. Spider Man was just everyone was talking right, about so that you're one. one and out. Yep, one Thank you. Mackenzie, right. zero Alex. Ooh. You guys ready for round two? Yeah, yes. Let's go ahead. Okay, this one is a uh, an interesting matchup to me. Okay. So we got Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Okay. Versus Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. Oh, okay. Okay. I feel like. This is interesting because I feel like I there was a good review. Like everyone really liked Puss in Boots this year. I feel like it yeah. got slept on a little bit. Honestly, we saw it and I thought it was really good. I thought it was a really okay. solid animation. I really want just a movie where they're going through each of the train cars just the whole time. Uh, in Mission Impossible, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that scene was ridiculous, and <laughs> I I think the action is so good in those. Train that would be so fun. Yeah, I'm still shocked at how old how old he is, oh. Tom Cruise. Dude, like I just can't, and he's doing still his own stunts. Yes. that's insane. 
awesome. Insane, Good for him, dude. though. Props for him. Yes. I want to know what his workout routine is. I want to know what his <laughs> diet looks like. Yeah, what kind of supplements is this guy he's, taking? He's in Scientology. That's that why. is true. They okay. took blood in there. No, <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So you guys got your answers? Yes. yes. All right. Three. I feel like it's not right, though, based off of everything you're saying. But Okay. Three, two, one. We got Puss in Boots. For Mackenzie, and we got Puss in Boots for Alex. <laughs> yeah. Same answer. Oh, yeah. were we right? The correct answer was Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning no Part 1 by 1%. Here's, huh, wait, okay, what okay. is the score? Yeah, seriously. We got 96 for Mission Impossible. Not, it got 96. a 96. That's high. That's See, I heard, especially from you guys, I heard that it was like mediocre. Like it wasn't anything crazy. The stunts were cool. Sure, like, it looked good, but like. It's a saw. So, I do like those movies. It's a yeah. solid movie. I don't know. 96, 96 is high though, especially yeah. for a part one of a movie. That's kind of, but um. And Puss in Boots, like, for animation, like, it was a really good anime. Yeah. But, yeah, mm-hmm. 96 for Mission Impossible, 95 for Puss in Boots, what? and they actually both got the same audience score. No way. Of 94. Wow. So, okay. Dang. Some close matchups on this That's one. Yeah. I'm not making it easy on you guys. I no. almost <laughs> put Dead Reckoning because of the way you were talking. But I it, was like, no, Puss in Boots was so good. It, and... I didn't watch Mission so Impossible. Take this and we, oh, we mentioned the amount of reviews on the last but. one. There was significantly more reviews for Mission Impossible than Puss in Boots. It's saturated. See, I think this, so. is, this is BS. I'm so, just saying. That is the case, but we move on okay, to the next six, round. Six. Still 1-0, Mackenzie. The matchup for this next one is a huge heavy hitter horror in Talk to Me. Oh, okay. Versus the... Well known Barbie movie. Oh, <laughs> Barbie oh. versus Talk to Me. And this is I okay. Like I, I wanted to do two that were in very different genres. Yeah, yeah that is a very different. See, genre. I heard I, I, I didn't watch any of these. Did I watch any movies this year? You didn't watch <laughs> Talk to Me? No, you saw I the did. first two at least. Yeah, I did. I did. And I think some coming up. You've but the seen. thing is, I've heard really good things about both of them. Mm-hmm. And and like you said, completely different genres. So I'm actually completely curious to see. Genres. Okay, here, let me. Yeah, this is this is tough. You already got yours locked in. Yeah, I just because yeah. I've seen both of them, so I feel like I do have the upper hand in this. Okay, I'm cheating. No, no, no. This kidding. is if we come down to a tiebreaker. Okay, yeah, I yeah, can yeah. definitely oh, come yeah. up with one on the spot. Okay, okay. okay, I got mine locked in. Okay, I got mine locked in. All right, let's see our answers in three, two, one. We got talk to me and talk to me. <laughs> Crazy. And you guys would be correct. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Six, six, six. Talk to me yep. got a really high score for a horror movie. It's really high of 94%. Yep. Yep. Usually okay. horror movies, I don't think usually get super great. Rotten Tomatoes. Score. As of recently? It's really I good think so. Though. And talk to me got a, a solid score. 82% audience score. Okay. Score Sick. For talk to me. And then 88% Rotten Tomato score for Barbie. 83% audience score. Okay. So okay, yeah, yeah. So that wasn't. I was wondering. I honestly thought you guys were gonna pick Barbie on that. All one. right, but which one are you? Oh really? Are, which one are you no, rewatching? Rewatching like realistic talks. Okay, yeah. sure. Okay, sick. Yeah, I feel like I I liked the Barbie movie. Like I thought it looked really cool, and I liked parts of it, but it just I feel like it tried to do too much. Yeah, all in like in a shorter amount of time. Yeah, they it was probably should have made it longer. It was kind of short. To. 
It was yeah. like less than two hours long, which is kind of, like thinking back on that movie, there was a lot that happened in that yeah. movie for it being less than two hours long. Yeah, so like I feel like I forget some of the stuff that happened because there was just so much happening in it. Yeah, but I agree. I did. Crazy. Like there are definitely some scenes that are still memorable and very funny and yeah. I like, but I like talk to me a lot. I want yeah, to talk to me. See, it seems like as of right now, the way everyone's speaking to Barbie, it, Barbie, it might turn into a cult classic. Mm -hmm. Just I think the so, way yeah. everyone's yeah. like talking about it, the way it's still like talked about and yeah, I mean, I think so, I, too, just because it was, like, I don't think it's anything what people expected a Barbie movie yeah. to be. Yeah. yeah. And is it, like, something, It's it hasn't really been done before, right? The way they presented the message. and No, I don't feel like. I don't I, think so. Especially, like, to do that through a Barbie movie. Yeah. You know, I feel like studios would usually, like, shy away from doing something like that, especially with, like, such a big name. But yeah, mm -hmm. I, I got to give them credit for, like, the risk, I think, in what they <laughs> yeah. did. Because I, I thought it was a good movie. Like, it wasn't as cookie cutter of a movie as I thought it was going to be. It was actually like a really well-made movie, sure. but mm -hmm. uh, I do think talk to me has a little bit more rewatchability to me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I got to, I got to watch both of them actually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So interesting matchup. Yeah. Uh, I actually am surprised you guys picked talk to me. Really? Uh, yeah. For some reason, just cause horror movies don't usually get great Ron's tomato score, but yeah. I am glad you guys picked talk to me. <laughs> All right. Sick. All right, so this is going to be our matchup of the uncertified fresh. These are the only two movies on our list that are not certified fresh on, on the list. What does that mean? Which means I think certified fresh uh, is an 80% or higher. Almost. Oh, okay. oh, so they did not get. Not as well. Oh, they're More, a little stale. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Don't eat these a tomatoes. Moldy. So this matchup is going to be. Transformers: Rise of the oh. Beast. Oh my gosh! Versus Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Okay. Okay. Now, what wh has a higher score? Mm -hmm. Which one has a higher okay. score? So I didn't watch Indiana Jones, mm -hmm. but based on your guys's conversation, you know, it was all right. It was all right. I fell asleep during Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> Start <laughs> the ending at least. Yeah. Not because it was trash, but because I was tired that day. Yeah. No. I was exhausted. Yeah. But you made it seem like they had very similar arcs. Like the stories were yes. kind of parallel in terms of what was going on. Dude. Yes. Actually. Yeah. Like so similar. Okay. Yeah. Let me think. Like half a key. Where they had half a key, they needed to find another half of the key. That was basically the storyline of both these movies. And then they're getting chased by bad guys that are also looking for that half of the key. I just really like I, I liked Indiana Jones all right, but I did not like the Transformers movie. There was yeah. not one scene and I think you had said this, right, where you couldn't even see them transform. Yeah, mm -hmm. that yeah, that's did exactly make what we're me about. really mad. I know. <laughs> I it's like, like, what are we seeing a Transformers isn't movie this for? Transformers? Yeah, but Why are we following these humans around? Like, yeah, it's oh. always. I mean, you didn't they like the reveal at the end. Been in this little hole. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I didn't. A lot of it was unbelievable. And I mean, it's a Transformers movie, but <laughs> the like, Shia LaBeouf movies are so good. They were, yeah, yeah, those were good. Even the third one, which people like crap on a lot. That's I think um, that one's better than. He was still in the third the one, right? Came out of yeah. the okay. Mm -hmm. Was it the fourth one, or was that a completely entirely separate story with uh, Mark Wahlberg? I think stepping um, in. I don't. That's like after Shia LaBeouf, okay. but it's still mm -hmm. canon to the same universe. I mm -hmm. don't remember. Yeah, so in, I didn't see those ones. Oh, you in didn't. The mm -hmm. fifth. Uh-huh. I think um so oh I think it's like night or something like that. Yeah. The Transformer Night thing. 
um, they like go to some person's house and okay. they have a picture of Shia LaBeouf. Okay, like, so he okay, it's yeah. the same universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, this one's still connected to the Bumblebee movie that came out like what three, yeah. four years ago. Uh, Remember where he was the Volkswagen bug? So mm-hmm. that's a new canon, right? This is new, different canon okay. universe. Okay. Because this is like, yeah, you can feel that. Like you were saying, like, I feel like the Shia LaBeouf ones are a little more set in reality. Yeah. Like they mm-hmm. feel more real. They do. Yeah. They and do. this last one felt pretty cartoony. Yeah. Like, we talked very, about that a lot. Yeah. Like, and now it's connected to G.I. Joe, which is something yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was not was expecting like, that at so all. I was like, I was expecting some Transformers reveal at the end. Instead, they just <laughs> yeah. introduced a whole nother, you know, IP. It's all because yeah. Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. That's where it all went wrong. That's where it all went wrong. Oh, man, butterfly That's effect. That's where it all went wrong. Okay, so I got mine locked in. I got I mine. Too. Okay, sure. all right. Locked in answers. Yes. Three, two, one. We got Indiana Jones and we got Transformers. Okay, so the correct answer is actually going to be Indiana no Jones way, and the Dial bro. of Destiny. I'm down 2-0. <laughs> I'm down to okay. Uh, actually, that's 3-1. Three, 3-1? One. Three, one? Technically, oh, wait, yes. Three? Technically, yeah. Because we got the same one last time. Oh, wait. What one was that? I'm going to count correct oh, answers. Correct answers. So 3-1, right? Yes. Yes. Dang. No. I didn't know I had three. Mackenzie got uh, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. She talk got, to me and Indy. Uh, she got talk to me yeah. and this latest one and you got talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Third quarter. I'm, I'm going to bring it back. Third quarter. All right. So I only have one more on the list, but I think I kind of, I want to make one up after this last okay, one, sick. I think. Uh, but I really like this. Actually, this last one. Good matchup is a uh, really interesting. And we're going to do this one a little differently. I think Okay. here's the movies Two, you know, well acclaimed directors here, high in the industry. We okay. got Killers mm-hmm. of the Flower Moon Ooh. by Martin Scorsese, and we got Oppenheimer from Sick. Christopher Nolan. Yes, sir. Okay. Sick. So the uh, the case of these two movies is that they actually have the exact same Rotten Tomato score of ninety three percent. Ooh, okay. So I am going to ask you guys which one had the higher audience score. Ooh, I oh, I like this. This is good, bro. <laughs> this is good. I like this. Between Oppenheimer and Killers of the Flower Moon. You did you guys both see both these movies? I did. I okay. didn't I, see Oppenheimer. Oh yeah, we didn't see Oppenheimer. Okay. But I did watch both. Both were extremely long. Mm-hmm. If you were to watch them back to back, bro, it's like driving from here to like San Diego or yeah. further. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's crazy. Wild. Yeah. yeah. That's it's insane. That's to weird to think about. about. So it's like over six and a half, seven hours Dude. both combined, oh which is like Killers of the Flower Moon. It was like three really and a half, I'm pretty sure. Three twenty yes. around there. So. And then Oppenheimer was I'm pretty sure yeah. around the same, like three twenty. Yes. 330. Oh, wow. 326 for Killers of the Flower yep. Moon and Oppenheimer was three hours exactly. So. Okay. Whew. I'm telling you. Yeah. And and Josh Peck is the one that pressed the and button. And he's the one who pressed the he's button. He's the button pusher. I loved your reaction, I bro. It. <laughs> I told you that. That was hilarious. I couldn't believe that. Megan. I could not believe that Christopher Nolan picked him to be the button pusher. But... <laughs> Megan's like, press this button, Josh. <laughs> just do it. Just pu- push just it, Josh. It. Just push it, Josh. See what it does. <laughs> I dare you. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna lock this one in. Okay. okay. You guys got your answers locked in? Yes. Alrighty. Yes. Should we do this one is worth two points? The yes. last one. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Okay. I'm gonna bring this one back. Two points <laughs> for this last one. And then if we need to, we'll go tiebreaker. Uh all right. Reveals in three, two, one. Boom. We got Killers of the Flower Moon for Mackenzie okay. and Oppenheimer for Sick. Alex. And you did watch Killers of the Flower Moon? Yes. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Sick. So, 
the That's correct answer is Oppenheimer. Yes. Oh, so we got now. we got the tie that we wanted. We were looking for. That's right. I well told you done. third quarter. I'm Comeback bringing this back of the century right here. Okay. Dang, uh, so I'm gonna pull score. two movies up here. We're in I overtime heard it was right now. All right. So for this tiebreaker round, we're gonna have. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania versus Five Nights at Freddy's. Ant-Man and the Wasp got a 46% Rotten Tomato score, while Five Nights at Freddy's came in at a 31% Rotten Tomato score. So I'm going to have you guys guess which one got the higher audience score between the two. Audience score is so hard. I never know what they're thinking. I don't know. I never know which to agree with you. Okay, yeah. I, I have mine locked in for audience score. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll say the same, yes. Okay. Three, two, one. Okay, we got Five Nights at Freddy's against Ant-Man now. Okay. So, the higher audience score is actually come on, come on. Five Nights at Freddy's yes. with 5% more at 87% Give me that. Give me that. audience Dang. score. Yeah. What? And I'll tell you why. Why? The, the, just the Five Nights at Freddy's fans are insane, bro. Like yeah, they the lore are. is super deep. No, I know. So this movie's been in production and it's been in and out of different studios. You know, studios have dropped it, picked it up. So mm-hmm. everyone's been anticipating this since like 2013, which is why people love it so much. It's like they finally get to see their favorite bear or whatever. Yeah. Not that I'm a fan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I do like I'm the not one too. of those. Fans. I'm not one of those guys. <laughs> nah, but it, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that, that's got to be Objectively, why, though, it was kind of trash for a horror film. Yeah. I did yeah. not. Yeah. It, I, I'm surprised by that because that's a pretty high audience score. Yeah, <laughs> so. that is a really high audience score. Yeah. Very right. interesting, interesting game, though. Very interesting game of higher or lower Rotten Tomato Good score. Game. Okay, let's get into this, bro. The Bear. Yes. Okay, Um, I came across a clip on TikTok. It's something I haven't even gotten to. It's a crazy scene there at a dinner table and it gets hectic, mm-hmm. right? It's got, um, it, it's just, I haven't gotten there yet. But The Bear. Um, but that's what made you want to watch what, it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I wanted to watch it because of this clip and I like uh, Jeremy Allen White. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked him from Shameless and yeah. I don't, I don't think I've seen any other like projects uh, of his. I don't know. No, I haven't seen a t- him in a ton of stuff. Mainly just Shameless is what I know him yeah. from too. Yeah. He was, he was always like super smart and smoking cigs. Yeah, and I yeah. thought this dude's, this dude's dope. <laughs> he was bro. a cool guy. He, he was, was cool sick. Yeah. And I like his demeanor. He kind of has a similar demeanor in this show. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, how do you even explain it? Like, I know. kind of, Gives no Fs kind of pretty much kind of thing. He's yeah. just chill, bro, doing his thing. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. like that, bro. So I like him as a as a as an actor and mm-hmm. the way he plays his character, but it's a little more anxiety ridden in the bear, however, bro, I would say. So I was super confused. The very first opening of the first episode, it's him walking up to a cage and he opens and a bear comes out. Yeah. I'm like, what is that about? I know. I I don't know if I still know. I don't really I don't know if I know. They haven't really explained that at all, right, Mackenzie? They haven't explained why. Yeah, there's not. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That is, it is an interesting way to yeah. open it up. It confused me. <laughs> For sure. However, I do know that his last name is Bear Onzo or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's a play on of the word. That's why they call the restaurant the Bear. Mm-hmm. So uh, Carmi, right? Mm-hmm. That's his name. That's yep. Jeremy Allen White's uh, character's name, Carmen. And his brother, Michael, you know, they had a good relationship growing up. And they had plans in a vision to open up their own restaurant and name it the bear which mm-hmm. is something you find out later on but um yeah this show as you were saying bro like anxiety ridden makes you feel like 
so much tension. Yeah. It just makes you never want to get into the restaurant industry. Dude, bro. <laughs> and okay, tell me this though. Why is it that anything you watch related to chef or any restaurant industry like movie show is always this si- the same kind of message, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, what well, that's just like hectic, hectic and just like, like movement all around. Yeah, all exactly. Time. Yeah. It seems like there just has to be like communication all the time. Like yeah. at all times and if the team doesn't work, then, <laughs> but they, the bear, I mean, they, they took it to like a whole new step of what I thought being in the restaurant industry sure. could be. Have you ever worked in the restaurant uh, industry? I, I lasted about two months, two okay. or three months at Cane's. <laughs> <laughs> that is a Michelin star restaurant, bro. Yeah. yeah. So That's that great. one was, whoo, that was a lot of work. I mean, making chicken, cleaning the greasers and stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, I got in like, come home with grease burns all over my arms all the time just like it was not fun it was my probably my least favorite job yeah yeah for sure yeah what about you You, you've been in the yeah yeah so i worked at like a local restaurant downtown flagstaff um and it was hectic actually Mm -hmm. i I loved the lady who owned it super nice lady she was super cool helped me out with a lot of things but when it came down to being a chef Mm. super similar to what we see in the show and it was it was hectic. Yeah. So it's just like you're on your feet all the time. I remember I was making yeah. the chicken sometimes and it was just like constantly just like my back was hurting. It was just like, it's a lot of labor. Like, this is a lot of work and I'm not even eating this food for <laughs> sure. For sure. But, um, what, okay. So what is the best part of this show in your opinion? I think, I think it's the way that they build and, you know, break relationships. Yeah. The, okay. the, the, you have like so many characters that, you know, it, you can have characters that kind of get lost in the sauce, I guess, kind of like they're just like background characters that you don't really think about. But I feel like every character in here plays like some kind of role mm-hmm. in someone else's story or, Facts. you know, it kind of all yeah. just like the storylines really intertwine well to make it really cohesive kind of like family yeah, yeah, yeah. between all these people. For sure. And uh, I just think, yeah, I think the writing's just, they do a really good job with the writing in that show. They do. They mm-hmm. do. And I like how every episode's kind of like a new day, mm-hmm. right, in the restaurant. And you see progressively, like, they become closer as a family, but also things get worse, like, mm-hmm. tension-wise. Oh, yeah. Dude, I want to refer, because we were talking about this off-camera, but, like, so far, there's the second-to-last episode of the season one, right? And everything hits the fans. So basically, uh, Sydney, which is like Carmen's sous chef, mm-hmm. kind of like right-hand person, uh, has a bright idea of, of making an iPad for like pre-orders for customers to be able to order online and yeah. have it ready for the next day. However, she forgot to take off like the pre-order option. So it was overnight. People were sending <sighs> orders. So the second the restaurant opened, or at least the tablet opened, all these tickets start coming out. Yeah, All these tickets. And then Little by little, you saw the tensions rise and it just blew up. Yeah. It and almost makes me like sweat thinking about dude, that. Scene. Yeah, exactly. And I was sitting there like anxious, bro, by myself. Like what, dude? It was crazy. Oh, they do such a good job of like showing anxiety in that show too. Like <laughs> yeah. just with like quick cuts. Yeah. And just, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The editing in that show is really good too. Just like building those kinds of feelings. That's a scene. good point. And uh, like that, like you were saying, the tickets are coming out, and I, rem- I kind of think it has a shot of her just like looking at all this chaos going around, and she looks at all those tickets coming out, and she's just like, she just has to get out of there for a second, <laughs> like she yeah. just can't be around there right now, yeah. and it's just like, I feel that I felt that like watching it for sure. So it's yeah, absolutely. There is a point where 
towards the end of the episode, he like throws a pen because Sydney walks out. Okay, she walks out, but she says she quits, mm-hmm. so she walks out. Uh, Carmi throws his his pen. He looks down. There's like some food on the ground. He kneels down and starts eating food <laughs> off the ground because he lost his mind. Yes. And he just chuckles and laughs. And then he gets up and he punches the ticket machine. Oh, man. That dude. was crazy. <laughs> you want to you wanna add something? Well, it was the donut. Because remember, the guy was like that's perfecting right. it. Marcus. And he like oh, blew up on Marcus. Right. And Marcus was like, I'm done. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, right. And he like ripped it apart. And yep. then he tried the donut. It, and he was like. And it was really good. He was like, it's really good. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really weird to watch Carmi through that show because he's just like a unique situation for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't w- necessarily want this restaurant. Yeah. He, he adopted, he adopted it from his brother, Michael. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Carmi was like a top chef wherever he was like top, top yeah, chef, which so, is crazy. Yeah. So yeah. for him to go from that to like, kind of like having to be the head of a restaurant and like, just like, do everything himself. Yeah. I mean, it really puts it into like he needs to challenge himself, but you can see that he almost doesn't want to take yeah. on the burden of all of it. No, for sure. Yeah. So analyzing Carmi, right? I'm thinking about it this way. So, so he lost his brother, his brother Michael or mm-hmm. Mikey, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he he passed away. So he had like this resentment towards his brother because growing up they they bonded because of food mm-hmm. and he says that himself he goes to like these aa kind of meetings right you know for alcohol uh like abusers and he's talking about like yeah like growing up my brother and i we connected because of food but the issue was that his brother never let him like michael never let carmy work with him yeah and because of that that's where carmy got the drive he was like watch this so he yeah. went to work at literally the best restaurants in the world mm-hmm. which is totally valid that makes a lot of sense oh yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. you have that resentment because you want your brother to like you be proud of you at least some mm-hmm. kind of confirmation like yeah i see you i hear you which is what he was lacking mm-hmm. so now coming into this restaurant that you know he had kind of adopted he's mm-hmm. confused like why did he give it to me in his yeah. will if he didn't even want me to work right here? yeah you know what I'm yeah saying? which is something i'm still confused about a little bit yeah it is a yeah, it's it's a weird situation for him to be in. He just doesn't like. It's almost like, what does he think of Michael? Kind of thing. Like what? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What did? Why didn't he want me to work with him? But then he's gonna like make me take the whole burden of running this restaurant. But yeah. I, as the show goes on and you see the like the flashbacks, the flashbacks always kind of just add that like right touch that you need at the right oh moment. Oh my god! Yeah, they, they have like the best flashbacks in that for show. Sure. That I think just add just subtle little, you know, underlying things that you need to know to like really get to know a character better. Oh yeah. Do you mind if I give an example? Oh yeah. Okay. So there's an episode where there's a flashback. It's between Richie, which is their cousin, Mm -hmm. right? But they're not related by blood. They're just homies, like really good friends. So it's Richie, it's Carmi and it's Mikey. And the sister, what's your name? What's the sister's name? Do you, do you remember? Oh, Mackenzie. I don't remember her name. So, so it's the scene where they're in the kitchen, just making a Sunday dinner, you know, mm-hmm. everyone's getting ready to whatever eat. And Richie's telling a story alongside Michael where they were like recalling a moment where they're like super drunk at a bar and something's going on. And like, it's super fun and chaotic because they get into trouble. And, but it cuts to real time. Richie telling the same story to a girl he's on a date with. 
Yeah. So that flip, I'm like, okay, so they use the flashback to incorporate like kind of the backstory and that like the emotion, uh-huh. but then it cuts to Richie telling it to a girl on a date. Yeah. So that just shows to me that Richie still like has love for Michael and he still can't get yeah. over it, yeah. but he's still trying to impress his girl. Like, cause he's yeah. super excited about the story. Yeah. And, the and I remember she, that. Scene, yeah, yeah. She yeah. wasn't, she wasn't really feeling it. Yeah. She's like, you were at a bar at like six, 7am. And he's like, that's not the point. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. his face. At Did least. you hear what I just said? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like him reminiscing over his homie who passed away. And like, I'm sure this girl didn't know that. I'm uh-huh. sure he didn't say like, Oh, by the way, like, yeah. My cousin's dead, but like th- just stuff like that, small little details like that. Uh-huh. So I love how it shows like the emotion and how much it just reinforces the fact that yeah. they had that love, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. It do such a good job. Season one and season two, which yeah. I'm not done with. I'm season, not done with season, season two. two. Does a really, I season two, uh, you're, you're through it a little bit right now. Um, I'm at a point where Marcus goes out of the country to go train with, I forgot his name, but it's the dude who plays um, Adam Warlock. I yeah, believe. Will right? Bolter. Yes, exactly. Will Thank Bolter. you. Yeah. yeah. And he does a good job too. Yeah. Um, and it's so crazy. Cause these actors, like the characters they're playing aren't like these super crazy, interesting guys. It's just like their personal stories are so interesting yeah, as to yeah, how yeah. they got to this place. You know? Yeah. I remember with him, it's kind of like, uh, almost like a anime character with Will Poulter, how he's just like teaching him how to like uh, make, the desserts and at the same time he's <laughs> yeah. giving him like backstory and stuff exactly like so exactly. but you don't know anything about this guy except for his little backstories that he's yeah. given but it adds so much and season two took it in a direction that i didn't really expect it to take because okay. i kind of thought we were gonna stay in the restaurant mm. but instead they sent like all everyone to different locations to learn yeah. um and that way you really get to see like these you know characters that you didn't get the most backstory for yep. in season one, you yep. really get to see them in their element. Yeah. Uh, you know, in these different locations, like on their own actually too. Oh no. Yeah. And I agree with you. And I think that's, what's so special about this season. Season two is, is just the character arcs and how it's developing on their own. Like you're saying, you're getting more, you know, you're diving deeper into like Marcus and Richie and, and even Tina, which I like Tina. I like Tina You know, too. super feisty Latina lady yeah. who, who at first was super bitter and resentful, but now like she's actually accepting yeah. love and change and you can see how happy she gets. I'm like, I like that, bro. She's I'm one of rooting my favorites. for her. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. So she's at like um at the cooking school, mm-hmm. right? Alongside uh Ibra, I forgot his name. Um yeah. uh, and yeah. he kind of where I'm at at least, he kinda of like stops going to the cooking school. So Tina's like kind of oh, you know, like okay. yeah. she she's just like I don't know what's the word I'm looking for, like trying um, to figure out why he's not coming along or, or yeah. a little worried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um seeing these characters go through what they're going through, sick. Yeah. Um, and speaking of, cause I'm not done with season two, Mackenzie brought up a good point. She asked me, she's like, so do you think there's a thing be- like between Carmi and Sydney? Yes. And, yeah, and I'm like, I don't know. I, yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Mackenzie? I think there is, like, yeah. especially with how they left things in season two at the end. Like you haven't gotten there no, yet. No, please don't spoil. Pl- I'm not I going swear to, to God. anything, okay. but like just some things that happen towards the end, I feel like is building up to a possible Okay. Something like okay. I don't know if they're gonna try anything okay. or maybe yeah. they just might kiss and then they're it's like awkward for a little <laughs> bit and then they finally talk about it. I don't know, but Mackenzie shipping Carmi and Sydney. I don't. I don't like ship them. <laughs> it's just like I can see it. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes. Well, I'll tell you this much, okay? Um, and we were talking about this off camera, but obviously Sydney has some kind of um 
not obsession, but she is really interested in Carmi because literally the second she goes and hands him the her resume because she was applying at the beef at the time it was called. She was like, I know you and I know who you are. And he goes, oh, really? She's like, yeah, you worked at the best restaurants. Why are you here? Mm -hmm. So she knows who this guy is. So there's kind of this like uh, her being intrigued. Right. Yeah. And I feel like it only grows as the show goes because mm -hmm. there's a point where she quit. Right. The restaurant. And she was having a discussion with Marcus and she was like, and Marcus was asking her like, okay, even though he sucks, like be honest, like he's the best food you've ever had. And she goes, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. you can tell, like she kind of idolizes this guy. Yeah. wants to learn more. Yeah. She yeah, definitely, got a yeah. Fan crush. But yeah, yeah. I just don't see on the flip side, Carmi kind of having that sentiment towards her. Like he does respect her. Uh, -huh. uh I think he thinks she's a little annoying and impatient, but I don't know. Like, there's any kind yeah. of feeling towards I feel like you know. he does have the idea of that she kind of idolizes yeah, him yeah, a little yeah. bit you know really looks up to him so it's kind of that position for him and he knows that and right. then with her I think it's I don't I don't know I think she just really has that drive to like want to be one of the best so I think she just like no matter what she knows being around him is like yeah. she's gonna learn so much yeah you know for sure yeah for sure so I mean and there are little hints here and there of like romance and stuff but with Carmi it's like it's weird to see him try romance in that <laughs> he's show. such an awkward it, dude super shy <laughs> yeah. like closed off yeah um but there are sparks where like he does kind of come out of his shell. He goes to a party with a girl that he used to know back in the day. And like, you can see him telling stories and actually kind of excited. Yeah. So like, a right, good for him. Person good for, for him. Bit. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so season three is supposedly about to start filming this upcoming year. Uh, shout out to them. It's, you know, the whole writers, uh, strike and stuff. So yeah. now that that's over, thankfully, stuff uh, back in motion. Exactly. Yeah. So they're going to start filming, which I'm excited about, uh, I'm, I might not even finish season two. I might just wait low key. Um, <laughs> so you can go right into season three. Exactly. Yeah. But so far I'm loving it. It's, it's definitely up there for the best things I've or most, most intriguing things I've seen this year. Same, same. You know what I'm saying? I would say it's, it is top, top show for me this year for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sick, sick. Yeah. Um, but there's some other great shows that have come up wow. this year. Talk to me. You know, you know, <laughs> I'm excited Jujutsu about Kaisen. this. Yes, sir. Jujutsu Kaisen, which is something I've been stressing. Dude, please do yourself a favor and go watch it. Mm -hmm. I, you had been pushing you and Munchies were both pushing me yeah. like when we were living with you guys, like yeah. that we needed to watch it. I remember you guys watching it. And Mackenzie has been, she's like, I, I think her cousins have been telling her that she needs to watch it. So she, she's finally gotten me to just sit down and Thank watch you, it. Bro. Yeah, Thank I you. Had to threaten him. Oh, did I you? I was like, if, we're not watching this right now. I'm going to watch it without you. That's <laughs> terrible. Sad. It did get to that point because I kept falling asleep sometimes. Just That's a good ultimatum, though. Yeah, it was, was a good ultimatum because it got me to sit down and watch it. And I am really glad she good. did because good. Dude, I, I love it. Okay, where do we start, bro? There's a lot to unpack in that one. Ooh. And I'm glad that we can go deeper now. You know, mm -hmm. I, initially, I would just recommend it to people yeah. to watch, but I'm glad yeah. we're here. Uh huh. Yeah. The, start it the, off. Go ahead. No, nah, I think you Let should start you. it off. I think you should start it off. Um, okay, so we're, first of all, where are you guys at? So we're about, uh, I would say, five or six episodes into season two. Okay, so I know season two is broken up into kind of a prequel where Gojo and his classmates were all students, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it was before the principal was even a principal. He was still a teacher. I mm -hmm. forgot his name, but he's the dude who has the ability to bring things into life. The puppet guy. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, and then, then it transitions into the Shibuya arc, which was something that's been anticipated for a long time uh, before I even... like, Because I don't read the manga, right? I'm just anime only for, for pretty much everything. Um, 
a lot of people on Twitter and just social medias are saying like, we cannot wait until Shibuya arc is animated. So I'm sitting there like, okay, I trust this. I trust the fans. And it's not disappointing so far, bro. It is mm. insane. Mm. So uh, yeah. you said you're what? Six episodes, right? Yeah. About, about yeah. Um, you're into the Shibuya arc already. Yeah. Yes, you just yeah. finished like the, um, the kind of the prequel stuff. Yeah. So real quick, what'd you think of the prequels? Gojo younger. Yeah. It was nice to see Gojo younger. He's kind of sick. Huh? He's got such like a, a person, a funny like personality for being like, you know, so gifted, I guess. You I know? think that's where it comes from. Yeah. He knows he's so gifted. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to take anything serious. Yeah. Yeah. I, Cause like, you know, a lot of them are like, they have this ego of like, I'm the best. And like, they don't want to like almost interact with anyone. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, kind of yeah. just want to keep to their own. But he, I mean, he's like, he's almost like a, you know, he likes to have fun. <laughs> oh yeah. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. He's a fun character. You were right when you said top character all time. Yeah. For sure. He's up yeah. there and, and there's still so much we don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, okay. On the flip side, one of his best friends, Ghetto, mm-hmm. right? Obviously you saw season one. Is he a curse? Is he a bad yeah, guy? Yeah. But now you're seeing the prequel. He was his best friend. Yeah. So what is that about in your opinion? What do you think is going on? That is, well, he's kind of off on his own little ideas right now, right? Okay. He, he kind of, he has the idea that the only people that should exist are jujitsu sorcerers. Right. So he's trying to wipe out everyone else. And it kind of is like, how did it get to that point that like, but you see, I mean, you see it build up to that point. That's why they showed the prequel. Exactly. So it's, uh, you kind of see just like what built up to that snapping point for him. Yeah. And, uh, it really, yeah, it was, I'm glad they did that because in the yeah. first season I was confused, uh, curious. I thought he was a curse. It's, they make yeah. it seem like it. Yeah. I thought for he sure. was a curse. So to know that he's a sorcerer can yeah. changes the whole, whole dynamic of his character. For sure. I think the best part about Ghetto, he's definitely one of my favorite characters alongside Gojo. I think it's just how real that decision making process is of, okay, I'm a, I'm a sorcerer and you know, it's my obligation to protect all these people, but I'm having these bad thoughts. And he even talks to another student about it. That one girl, I forgot her name. Mm-hmm. She's only shown up like once so far. It's like a blonde girl towards uh, the end of the prequel section. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's talking to her and she's like, well, there's a decision you got to make. And he's like, yeah, I know, but like, this is mm-hmm. tough. I'm not feeling the same. I feel kind of guilty. So he, he still has a conscience. He felt yeah. guilty. He's like, should I like, what decision should I make? It's funny how casual that conversation yeah, was. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause he's talking about wiping out like exactly. humanity pretty much. And she's like, yeah. well, what do you got to do? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. But logically it makes sense, but there's the issue of morals that was still kind of holding them back. I think mm-hmm. personally, the morals is what was holding him back. But then he gets to that point where he's like, nah, everyone, everyone's a monkey. I'm yeah. going to eliminate them. And mm-hmm. he just goes off and does his thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy to know that going into the second part of season two, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is, that's the Shibuya, Shibuya arc, Shibuya arc. Yeah. yeah. That girl you're talking about, mm-hmm. um, she was also in that one episode where um she in, she was introduced to Toto. Like, okay. Like the really big buff dude. Yes. The one who's like, um, what's your type in girls? Oh, yeah, that's, my God. That's where he got introduced okay. to jiu-jitsu. Okay, okay, sick. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. I see. Shout out Mackenzie. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Toto, which another fantastic character. Yeah, he's a funny he's character. So I love Toto. Man. <laughs> Toto, that's my best buddy. That's my that's best my friend. Brother. That's, that's my, my brother. He's like, we went to the same middle school. You just like, <laughs> no, we brother. didn't, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't know you. He's like, bro, I know you since birth. Uh, so We're funny. like, is, bro. We're twins, and Yuji's like, no, we're not, bro. So funny. He was your type, Jennifer Lawrence. That's my brother. This is my my brother. That's my he guy. <laughs> he does, yeah. So, but it's crazy. This show is so good at showcasing like 
unserious moments, but like super high power yeah, attached yeah. to that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, cause Toto is like super OP with his power. He like claps and he can like transport himself to different areas and like shift in time and space. He's so, dude, the but, humor in this movie is hilarious, bro. I think yeah. it's the funniest anime I've seen. It's good, right? It's so, cause it, I, I think you mentioned to me yeah. that it was originally supposed to be like a mockery of anime. Kind of, yeah, kind yeah. Of yeah. Making fun of anime and, and just yeah. taking all like the um like uh the stereotypes yeah and, and stuff like that. You can like definitely see that layer of like thinking behind the humor because they yeah. they take like just like things you see in anime a lot yeah. and they kinda like turn it on its head to make it like how we think it's cheesy sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. They, like, point that out it's so it's really good yeah yeah i remember there was one moment where one of the uh curses is explaining his power yeah and he's he's saying like because i just explained this power to you it's gonna take even less time to like kill you or something (laughs) like that exactly those long monologues of if describing power it's like dude just get to it so they make fun of it yeah it is that's a good point to make so overall like uh story's great so far um i'm not caught up yet as of this recording there's still more episodes coming out Mm -hmm. um and i can't wait till you you guys get to where like ramon and i are at Mm because it gets insane like the fights the animation like the story gets insane and there's still more to it. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick, one guy I do want to mention, which is probably top three in this anime, is uh, what's his name? Toji. 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 Do you guys remember Toji? Toji. He is kind of the guy who killed Gojo in the prequel. Oh, oh yeah. okay, yeah. Remember That's, um, Megami's dad? Megami's, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This guy is crazy, bro. <laughs> he has no curse energy, no. but his physical like abilities oh in the, like in itself is what carries him. Ridiculous, dude. It's insane. It was like it was fun watching him on the screen cuz you're just yeah. like this guy is an absolute savage, bro. Like yep. absolute savage. Yep. Yep. And the turn of events where uh uh Ghetto's about to take uh, what's her name's hand and take her back cuz she was about to make the decision yeah. to, to like transform into the new uh I forgot what the guy's name is. She's basically giving up her body, right, to the mm-hmm. school. Yeah, but then the guy it. comes over and just unloads a bullet into her mm-hmm. head and Dude. she dies and Ghetto's looking at her like his eyes are twitching. He's so mad, bro. bro yeah. That was a crazy like just plot twist. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, damn, bro. <laughs> like that this fight goes crazy. hard too yep. after that. Yep. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm glad you guys are watching this anime. Um, so far, what do you think? Like, where would you rank it amongst other stuff that like you've watched? Dude, it's my top anime. Is it? It's my favorite anime. So I've it's watched. Demon Slayer that you've watched. Yeah, uh, I think it tops Demon Slayer for yeah, me a little okay. bit. I think it's got uh, so like it's just got a lot of things from little different animes. Like, I see a little bit of Naruto in it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I see. I just like the demon aspect of Demon Slayer, and just like I don't know, just darker energies i guess it has the darker energy to it and humor bro is so funny like it's such a funny anime so uh i i do look forward to watching it every time we put it on i do fall asleep sometimes mckenzie will point out i fall asleep but that's that's after at least one episode that's terrible so but i love it dude i do love it what about you um man is so it's such a like it's a more recent anime, so I have bias there, recency bias. But just in, in terms of writing, in terms of detail, like attention detail, right? Um, characters, uh, just all this combined, dude, it's it's up there. Yeah. It's got to be at least top five. That's controversial as is. You've seen more animes than me. I, I've seen quite a few. Um Top 10 for sure. Yeah. Probably. Uh, I might get killed for that, but it's probably <laughs> top 10 as of right now. 
It's really good. Yeah. Uh, above Demon Slayer, yes, as of right now, just because Demon Slayer's last season was kind of lackluster. We talked about it, season three, obviously. Um, it's not above Attack on Titan, which is something I do want to talk about right quick before I wrap this up. Attack on Titan, as I've mentioned these past episodes, um, it dragged on a lot for this ending. They were making us wait a long time, and the time is here. Mm-hmm. It ended. It's and, done. um Initially, uh, I wasn't a big fan of the ending. I was not. I was like, really? What's the point of this? I'm not going to spoil it because I hope this is another one you guys watch. I guarantee you, you guys will like this one too. I guarantee you. I've I've been watching it. I know, I know. But I promise you, if you stick with it, it it gets really good. Anyways, but because the writing, you would love the writing. Yeah. Because there's like time travel, paradox and stuff that goes on. Okay. Anyways, ending I did not like at first. However, I went back and kind of revisited some episodes and did some research, and it makes a lot of sense. So It makes sense. Yeah, this 10-year journey of this anime came to a close. I'm happy with it. Yeah. Um, there are reports that there's another ending being created by fans, though. Mm. It's like a retelling of, of the ending, which is actually going to get its own animation, too, which is actually oh, kind of wow. interesting. I don't know how that works, and wow. I don't know if it's going to get copyrighted, too, or anything, because yeah. fans are making... Like, oh, it's like a fan-made thing, too. Fan-made, but it's going to get animation and, like... Uh, you know, funding and stuff, which is, I don't know. That's cool. I hope hopefully they don't get sued. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, um, but yeah, yeah, no, to wrap it up, uh, attack on time, beautiful anime from beginning to end. I would have changed a couple things. I still have some critiques, but I honestly probably like a nine out of 10 anime. Okay. Everyone's got to go watch it. Please go watch it. Yeah. It's a deep story, deep lore, but at the end it's all worth it. I think eventually I'll get through that one. Bro, I've given please, it a couple bro. tries. Eventually I'll get through that yeah. one for sure. It's probably going to be the next one. I'm I sure. promise you, bro, you're going to love the writing. Yeah. I promise you. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, so there's a lot of things we watched. Tons um of things. Some are good, some are bad. Uh so what we're going to do right now, we're going to go through whether we recommend it, whether we don't, quick little reason why and um Let's have fun with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to go through a bunch of things that came yeah. out. Not necessarily just movies. That's right. Could be anything anything entertainment related. Exactly. Albums, movies, shows. Exactly. Etc. And we're not going to get too deep into them. So let us know in the comments what you guys think about these certain projects. And then we'll go from there. Have a discussion. Yeah. You know, Whether you guys would recommend yeah. or not. Exactly. Start it off. What do we got first? So first up, something that... We mentioned in the, our Rotten Tomatoes game from Martin Scorsese, his newest film, Killers of the Flower Moon. Yep. Three hours, 26 minute yep. runtime. That's right. But how did you enjoy it? Um, so I was a little nervous. Uh, the second I sat down, I'm like, I'm locked in. I have to watch this movie now. Uh, my homie, I watched it with Ramon and Connor and he reminded me, dude, this is three hours and like three and a half hours. I'm like, damn, was this a good idea, bro? Yeah. I'm tired. Like, my back hurts. Oh, my God. I don't know. I was nervous at first. I was, too, um, actually, yeah. The reason I wanted to watch it, though, was uh, Leo, mm-hmm. obviously, yep. and then Robert De Niro. Dude. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a sick duo. Mm-hmm. Um, Was it good? Yes. There's a lot of uh, history to it, the Osage clan in Oklahoma. It was uh, during a time where there was a bunch of uh, murders of their clan, uh, women specifically, because the men were marrying into this family and finding ways to kill them off in order to inherit, you know, their money. It's a very deep story. Yeah. yeah. Very deep story. I had never heard about it. Before. I didn't either. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that I watched this movie, you know, Me it too. Uh, brought that about, but I liked it. It was a long movie, but Leo's performance, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Robert De Niro's performance, phenomenal. Phenomenal, dude. He and did a great job. Dude, I hated him towards the end of the movie. Yeah. I'm like, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that I hated him. He brought it, bro. He yeah. really brought it. He, he did a good job. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, But um, 
Yeah, I mean, who? I liked all the characters personally. I liked uh, Molly. I think was her Molly. name. Yeah, Molly. I think her performance was beautiful too. It was. Um, and I liked it's all like her siblings. Very as like well. subtle, but like very good. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the story was deep. Mm-hmm. The story was deep. Um, and then I I loved the ending of this movie. Let's talk about that too, real quick. Uh, it was kind of like breaking the fourth wall yeah. where they're kind of giving a summary of what happened mm-hmm. kind of at this like play style, mm-hmm. you know, event. Mm-hmm. And then Martin Scorsese comes yeah, out to the stage and kind of gives the very final sentence, the final sentiments. I think that was sick. Dude, that made it so much more memorable for me. For some Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. I love that. And it was like a perfect like touch to that end uh, or to that movie. It just I don't know why I've seen something like that in movies before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it didn't really like it almost like probably confused me. Yeah. But this time I really I really liked how they did it. It really made it like a beautifully like wrapped up for film. sure. Yeah. And um, I, I went by and like did some research and th- apparently this story is like super like it, it just hits home to him a lot. Mm-hmm. Something he holds dear and it, he said it was a movie that he wanted to make for a long time. Mm-hmm. Right. So I guarantee you that there's going to be a director's cut or an extended mm-hmm. version where it's like four Crazy. hours. He yeah. said there's so much stuff that he could have added to. Yeah. You could he, tell he was passionate about it. Super for sure. For so, sure. uh, it's a movie that I wasn't expecting to even watch. Me neither. You know what I'm saying? Martin Scorsese being the director and the cast actually. Too, yeah. Definitely Shout brought, out to the cast. Yeah. Kind of made me go see it it being another Martin Scorsese film, but yeah. like, I feel like Martin Scorsese telling this story. Cause it, it has like a lot of elements from other movies he's told, even yeah. like his like gangster films and facts. stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like, it felt like one of his movies that was just a perfect way to tell this story. I don't, it just fit perfectly. Yeah. For some, I really, I had high expectations cause it was Scorsese, but I actually like really liked it. I actually liked it a lot. Okay, so recommend? I would recommend. I would sure. too. I would sure. too. And it'll be a little different watching at home. You can pause. You can do whatever you need mm-hmm. to do in between. You know, you don't got to sit there full time. Yeah. I personally enjoyed the entire thing. Me the pacing too. was good. I, I Even though it was a long movie, I was like, okay, this yeah. is cool. It's, it's moving along. If it was one of those movies that I watched across a couple social studies classes, oh, you know, they yeah, took yeah, the day yeah, to yeah. watch it, yeah. I'd be pretty happy. Facts. Actually, that's <laughs> a good point. They should show this in school. Yeah, yeah it's a good yeah. history. I had, I had never heard about it. I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, highly yeah. recommend. For same, sure. same. Same. For sure. What cool. we got next? Moving on to another Killer movie, bro. Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> Wait, real quick, Mackenzie, did you, would you recommend this? A brain shut off, like you're not really thinking about what you're watching. Uh-huh. It's entertaining. Okay, yeah. That's Valid. Good, like, if you're not thinking about, like, oh, why is he going into his dreams? <laughs> What's going on yeah. there? Like, yeah. So yeah. it's a let it happen kind of yeah. movie. Just let, just it, let happen it happen and just watch. Okay. Yeah. So, I've, would you recommend? Um, yeah, if you, like, put it on, do stuff in between. Interesting. It's funny because okay. I feel like it is that kind of movie, but mm-hmm. it tries to be a movie that really wants you to pay attention to, like, yeah. why why I is agree. he in these dreams with all these kids and, like, like all these, like, yeah, you know, it tried yeah, to get, yeah, like, yeah, intricate sure. with the storytelling, yep. but it just fell flat kind of so did you play the games or are you familiar with the lore at all i've played them a little bit yeah i remember i think we played the vr one when oh that's right yeah jordan and josh came yeah, over yeah, they yeah. had the oculus yeah there was a vr version that was a good one yeah uh, bro i've played them okay. not super know much about the lore or anything okay but yeah i've played them a little bit yeah so it's a super deep lore mm-hmm. right i was excited for this movie more so because i knew um it's been in production in and out of studios for like 10 years I, I might be wrong. It's been a long time. At least 2013, Seriously? 2014. Wow. 
Yeah. Um, and it's just different studios picked it up and then they dropped it, picked it up, dropped it. So it was kind of just like in this weird limbo state. Joss Hutchinson was originally supposed to be the kid in this movie. That's insane, bro. Is that a fact? I don't know. Oh, I was about to say, no way. Because I was thinking about it, maybe. Nah, how old is he? No, nah, ain't no way. But yeah, so I wonder who would have been the main character back then in 2013 yeah. if that's the case. That's funny. He's Time like in his 30s, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he is. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. So what this movie, like you were mentioning, fell flat. There's so much lore that they tried actually explaining. It's cause they're trying to take, um, you know, lore from all the games as well as from there's books mm-hmm. as well. Oh, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. And okay. so there's so many different, you know, mediums that they try to tell the story. But they tried bringing it into one hour and was an hour and 30, maybe. I, I don't yeah. know how long it was. It wasn't too long. Um, and it was just too much, too jumbled. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I don't like the way they went with it. I, I like the lore. I like the game. So I grew up playing them, obviously. So I'm a fan. But it's just. Seems y- like know. one of those things that would have been better off as a series, probably. Dude, honestly, yeah. As a TV show. Yeah. Low key. Yeah. Because yeah. like, if there's that much lore to it, then yeah, yeah. you can't. An hour and a half. You can't fit everything, especially no, for it to like not. make sense or anything like that, too. So, would you recommend it? Would you recommend um, Five Nights at Freddy's? Okay, so there's two things I liked about this movie. Okay, realistically, only two things. Number one is the animatronics themselves. It's super iconic. You know, you got Freddy, Bonnie. You you got the animatronics that people know. Like, if, even if you haven't played the games, you think of Five Nights at Freddy's, you think of the bear. Mm-hmm. So it's cool seeing them up there move and stuff. Uh, it's kind of creepy, honestly. Yeah, I like that. Number two. I like the, the villain of the movie. Yeah. Shaggy <laughs> yeah. or uh, what's his name? Why I'm always spacing his Ooh, name. He I, was in Matt, scream. Something. The very original scream. He I was the you. scream, right? Yes. He was the Matthew ghost face. Lillard, yeah. yes. yes. And so Thank if you, you actually go back, I was watching this like YouTube video essay about it. His performance of five nights at Freddy's was very reminiscent of his performance um, as the killer in the original scream. Yeah. He did a lot I of like playback to him. So mm-hmm. I'm glad they got him as the villain. Yeah. That's super cool. sick. I'm cool like, I like this. For that Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. So uh, he, he kind of went back to his roots of, of playing that. And um, I like him too. I wish yeah. he'd acted more stuff. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. not, I'm not too familiar with any, like much of his work. Yeah. Besides but I mean, just Shaggy <laughs> and freaking scream, man. Just those yeah. two characters. He's got like, he's a very good, like, uh, I don't know, kind of like Jim Carrey, where a very animated sure. actor. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, sure. I think he's got that. He's got that like locked in. So Absolutely. I feel like they should find him some more roles. <laughs> yeah. Um, would I recommend? I'm on the fence. It's it's yes because like if you're a fan and you just want to watch him up there, go ahead and watch it, but don't take it too serious. But then again, it's also a no because it's like it's just don't. It's just not the best horror film. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of fans don't like it anyway, so I shouldn't be saying if you're a fan. I mean, I guess it's 50-50, but I don't know. Don't take it too serious, I guess, Yeah, is my final verdict. I can't give a, a solid opinion because I did fall asleep at some oh point in the movie. God. Once they became friends with the animatronics, I passed out because I was like, what else am I supposed to watch? I don't know. What that they, was lame. I completely fell asleep right after that. That was lame. Uh, but from what I saw up to that point, I... It wasn't, I thought it was actually decent. Yeah. It wasn't anything super special. Yeah. But um, I felt like it was like a little more solid than I expected it to be actually. Yeah. Okay. But still, I don't think it's like, you know, if, you, if you've played Five Nights at Freddy's a decent amount, yeah. maybe I'd recommend it to you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just to watch it, you know? Pretty much. But uh, um, other than that, I don't know. <laughs> cool. Do you know who Markiplier is? Yeah. The YouTuber? Yeah. He was actually supposed to be the very first character in that movie, the security really? guard. 
Yeah. He was supposed to play that character, but there's like uh, issues with scheduling yeah. and stuff. But yeah, he's making his own movie. right Yeah, now. he is making his own movie. So that's shout wild. out to him. But yeah. it yeah. would have been cool to see him because that's who I grew up watching too, like play these games. Yeah. Do you know um, Corey Extension? Yes. I love him. Yeah, he's yeah, so yeah, funny. exactly. And they had a bunch of other YouTubers as like the employee of the month. Like uh, there's like all those pictures and stuff. There's a bunch of YouTubers who oh, actually really? played the game, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they kind of gave, you know, nod to the community. Oh, that's who cool. actually made the game super popular. That's sick. I um, like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Let's move on to Hunger Games, the newest Hunger Games. I should have put the whole name in here. Do you know, What's the whole name of the movie, Mackenzie? Um, it's like The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Okay, sick. I did not watch this movie. However, my roommate, shout out Ben and Maya, watched it. They weren't uh, super... I don't want to say they weren't super happy. It just wasn't the best. Uh, they're big Hunger Games fans. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys obviously have seen. Mm-hmm. The I do like Hunger Games. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? I I saw that there wasn't great reviews on it. Yeah. So I kind of like had lower expectations, and mm-hmm. I came out really pleasantly surprised, bro. Okay. I actually really liked it, okay. and I was recommending it to quite a few people after I saw it. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, you know, it follows Snow, who's not like a great character. You know, he's like kind of a villain s character yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, or he yeah. becomes that at least mm-hmm. but you see his like why that is in mm-hmm. this movie and it's fun to follow him in my opinion because you never know what he's gonna do he his morals aren't exactly there so okay. like they kind of are there mm-hmm. but like there's times where he kind of like doesn't do exactly you know what he's been doing the whole time so it's kind of fun to watch because because you you're like when is this guy gonna like turn the corner yeah when he's gonna snap so okay i enjoyed it i had a good time watching it and i i actually recommended it to quite a few people actually i was like and i do like hunger games yeah it's always a it's a good setup for a movie to just have a bunch of people go into a arena and fight that's what i originally really loved about the first one just the concept itself Mm -hmm. uh mackenzie you read the book for this movie yeah okay and i i really like the hunger games like yeah all of it like i just like it a lot mm-hmm. and the movie i feel like shows a lot of behind like where the hunger games even came from like right. whose idea was it to make these games for sure and um seeing how it started and how it far it came mm-hmm. to when katniss is in the games is like so crazy because like the 10th annual hunger games is when we see coriolanus is president snow yeah and he is like helping his candidate yeah and it's a small little arena mm-hmm. that they're in and that's like so different from where like katniss yeah. and Peta are yeah competing like it's yeah. cool to get that lore to the hunger games themselves to see yeah. where the hunger games started and then, like, where we saw Katniss at. Yeah, because Katniss yeah, yeah, yeah. is in, like, it's this whole controlled dome mm-hmm. with, like... Yeah, they know. can create their own biomes yeah. now. Like, that's in, like, their own, like, mutations, their animals that they send in. Like, that's Okay, really that's cool crazy. See. Okay, you I, see, I like, like that. the very like that. beginning of, like, all the stuff that they yeah. implement yeah. later yeah. on. Yeah. Like, originally mm-hmm. in this movie, because this is, like, takes place during the 10th annual. Like right, yeah, McKenzie, yeah. McKenzie was saying, like... Which is how many years before... So that's know? 74. 74. Or no, 64. Sorry. 64 oh, I'm years. like, okay. Yeah. Because theirs is the 74. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. And yeah. it's literally in the 10th one, it's just this like dome. It's literally yeah. like it's a small dome like that. Mm-hmm. It would probably end in like, yeah, like an hour. Yeah, like maybe a soccer field. 
Mm-hmm. Like it's that small. Yeah, that yeah small. okay. And okay. then it's like just covered concrete. It's like a gladiator coliseum. That's of. crazy. Yeah. And okay. where they all just like fight to the death Sick. right there. So it's completely different. Um, okay. I liked it. It got me. It gave me a lot of like backstory to Hunger Games mm-hmm. and especially to Snow, which you know you go into it. He's not a good guy for but, sure. I mean, it's interesting though. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. So you would recommend then? I do recommend it, yeah. especially if you're like a Hunger Games fan. Yeah. And like even some of the songs that are in the movie, like I, I didn't like the books because the songs were like, on just they were words, and <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was so dumb. I wouldn't even read them; I would just skip over it. Oh so wow! She that's would sing them out loud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's probably why I didn't like the book as much because yeah. I'm like not actually getting the impact of whatever the song's about. <laughs> For sure. But um, there's the hanging tree song that Katniss sings, you mm-hmm. know, um, in the first Hunger Games movie, um, Snow's candidate or Victor. What is mm-hmm. that's what they're called? Yeah. Um. Snow's Victor is the one who wrote that song. And so hearing Katniss sing that was like, just, I don't know. I'm like fangirling now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like just thinking about how he felt when he heard that song again after not hearing it for 64 years. Like that's probably why he like targets so much on Katniss. Interesting. Okay. So you That's would recommend? I didn't even think about mm-hmm. that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So super rapid fire question. Okay. Don't even think about it. Lord of the Rings, uh, Harry Potter, Hunger Games, best book to movie adaptation. Oh, go. Oh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I haven't read Lord of the Rings. Okay. I haven't seen the last Lord, Lord of the Rings okay. either. I haven't um, read all of the Lord of the okay. Rings. I've only read Hobbit, but I do know okay. that they did the a really good job with their. So movies. Lord of the Rings, uh, uh, Harry Potter, or Hunger oh. Games. Harry Potter's pretty solid. Harry Potter's I really up there. like Hunger Games, though. It's just like a, a story that I, I don't know. Like yeah. I said, they all no, go into it. an arena and I fight. It. It's pretty. It's crazy. It's always going to be yeah, interesting. Yeah, for sure. So. For sure. I do love the Hunger Games, though. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. 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 Yeah. So Sick. recommend. Recommend awesome. for sure. For sure. All right. But uh, moving on to another movie that me and Mackenzie saw recently actually was Priscilla. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. I want to get into this. I didn't watch it, but mm-hmm. I heard a lot of differing opinions. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. It was an A24 movie. Yeah. Um, about Priscilla who was married to Elvis. Right. Elvis's wife um, married him when she was super young. They started seeing each other when she was like 14. That's crazy. And he was like 24 at the time. So mm-hmm. it's a yeah. pretty, it is an interesting story. And, uh, you get a lot of, you know, different sides of Elvis that you've maybe never seen before yeah. in the movie. But it, it it's a it's a good movie. Her performance, it's a it's Kaylee Staney, I want to say. Okay. Is her name. Yeah. Plays Priscilla and it's like so not to break down or spoil the story too much, but she's kind of she doesn't really have like a whole like, you know, to be Elvis's wife, it sounds like this grand thing. Like, oh my gosh, I'm Elvis's yeah. wife. Like, yeah. you know, like right. glamour, you know, Hollywood, you know, lifestyle. And she kind of lived this very uh, subdued life, like living in Elvis's house, basically. Just like kind of being his housewife that yeah, just yeah, kind of yeah. walks around his house, honestly. And doesn't really have a say in too much. So, yeah, it was a really interesting story that. I never had heard about. That's that's what I was going to get at. Like, mm-hmm. I, growing up with, you know, knowing Elvis, it being a household name and stuff, I never really knew about his wife. 
or didn't even mm-hmm. know, didn't think she had this kind of life for it to be turned into a movie, you know? Yeah. No, so yeah. That was I didn't, to me. I didn't either. I had never heard this story before. I mean, obviously everyone had, but like, this is, yeah, you wouldn't expect this. They were together for a while. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But she did end up divorcing him. That's yeah. a spoiler, but spoiler um, alert, no, yeah, one, yeah. that's, I mean, that's historic, that's right? Yeah. You can't like, spoil okay. historical events. Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay, good. Not spoiler then, yeah, <laughs> but whatever. she, uh, Kaylee Staney, uh, she did a good job. It's just like a it's really like, subtle performance. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I That's think good. it is Spainy. I'm sorry, Spainy. Kaylee Spainy. Thank you. <laughs> uh, she did a good job. It's just like, you can see in her face when she's sad, like it's a lot of close-ups on her, just like kind of reacting to the world that she kind of just kind of somehow thrown got into. thrown into. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's a 14 year old. That's like, Dating Elvis Presley, yeah. Like, yeah, and Elvis Presley's famous at this point, like yeah, famous, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the way the story progresses just is just so crazy. Like, because I was thinking about my sister, mm-hmm. this like that whole time. I mean, she's fifteen now. Either way, yeah, close. Still, close. I'm like thinking, would my parents allow any of this? No way. Like, it was nah. just so insane to well, me that they. It was so much in Elvis yeah. playing an Elvis card a lot with the parents. Know. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. It's oh Elvis, gosh. right? Yeah. So, I mean. That's that's how it got by. Exactly. That's yeah. the only reason it yeah. got by. It really is. It <laughs> it's really just is. because of his name and what yeah. at the time he had achieved. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Fame, fortune. They thought it was like some kind of security, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly, dude. So, yeah, it, it is an interesting story, one that I had never heard about or knew about, and I was I was glad we went and saw it. I liked the movie a lot. So Sick. So, recommend? Would recommend for sure. Mackenzie? Yeah, I Sick. think it's, I feel like it's important people do watch the movie, especially okay. if you are a fan of Elvis yeah. or, like, know about Elvis, because, like, the things that went on were just not... All right. Okay. Yeah, no. it gives you a deeper sense mm-hmm. of, of it does who he was. Yeah, for sure, especially for sure. after the Elvis movie where it's like totally like glorifying <laughs> yeah. ballsy moves. To yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really to that Shout out A twenty four for doing that. Then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah, real. Okay, very sick. Yeah. Timeline wise, that Priscilla came out after Elvis did. Do you I would think say. if this movie came out first, it would have affected mm-hmm. the you know the results of Elvis uh, and how that I movie did? I feel like it would. But I feel like people would still go see it. For sure. If they're, especially if yeah. they're, like, a big fan of Elvis. Okay. Like, it's yeah. kind of hard to make that switch. Or, like, sometimes people excuse certain behaviors because they just like music For sure. More. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't. I just wonder how many people went and saw this movie. And I hope people do go see it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sick. I think they should. Yeah. yeah I'm going to have to check this one out then. Yeah. So. Good one. What, we want to move on? Yeah, yeah, why not? What are we moving on to? Uh, let's do Spider-Man, Insomniac Spider-Man 2. Uh, go play it next. No, <laughs> no, it's that good. Like, um, I don't know if you've ever played the Spider-Man. Have you ever, you guys ever played Spider-Man? Yeah. Insomniacs, though, like specifically. No, oh, no. I don't think okay. so. So the first one came out PS4, and they're all like Sony exclusives, right? So it was like Peter Parker, obviously, you know, the story. The second one that came out was supposed to be a DLC, but they decided to make it its own game. It's the Miles Morales mm, Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, yeah. In this story, Peter Parker goes to Europe on vacation with MJ. So then Miles has to be the Spider-Man to uh, kind of step up and okay. watch it while he's on vacation. Interesting. Okay. And then this game is a culmination of both of those stories. Two different character arcs coming together to stop kind of one force and kind of play off of each other. Beautiful story. Like the writing's amazing. 
I, I actually, this is one of probably my favorite Spider-Man stories. There's so many really? different renditions, obviously all the comic books. I haven't read too many comic books, but after doing all like the research and, and uh, just watching different videos about it, I think this one is up there, bro. Really? Um, gameplay is insane. Um, I, I, there's just so much to unpack from it. Uh, I love Miles and his character. Um, so is Miles and Peter Parker in this both one? Both of them. Do you play as both of them? Yes. And it's kind of like... Um, like if you play GTA five, I'm sure you have, you can switch between the characters willingly. Okay. And it's like a super quick change. Literally it drops you out of Peter, puts you into miles. Oh, it's like you get to pick which Spider-Man you want to play as. So are they both like doing missions at the same yes. time? So like I said, okay. it's a culmination of both their stories. They both have their own story arcs. However, there's a third story arc where it's both of them together. Okay. So okay. basically Peter's kind of like a mentor to miles, obviously kind of showing them the ropes and teaching them what it means to be Spider-Man, how to get better, the lessons, you know, stuff, stuff like that. Um, the main villains in this game, bro, Venom, oh, beautiful, yeah. bro. Venom in this game is sick. Yeah. It's like super comic book accurate, and it's so nice. dope. Uh, Craven the Hunter, okay. which uh, I'm sure a lot of people aren't familiar if they're not, like, you know, reading the comic books or anything. He hasn't been in any of the two, like, There's a Toby movie coming out soon of Craven, I think. Right. Yeah. But he wasn't in, like, Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield, yeah. right? Mm. So... A lot of people aren't like too, too familiar, mm -hmm. but insane. This guy in this in game is sick. Yeah. Super sick. Sandman. It opens up with Sandman oh, wow, in this game. Bro, I'm telling you, like the production that went into this game is sick. You got to watch gameplay if you don't like yeah. play it. I think I saw a little bit with Craven and it looked yeah, yeah, really yeah. good. Like literally you're fighting Sandman as he's like consuming all these buildings and it's like beautiful. Really? Um. So... Yeah, I don't know what else That's to say. Exciting, it's a huge no, recommend. Yeah. Please go play if if you can. If you don't have a PlayStation, go borrow one. Like I'm sure your friend has a PlayStation. Go get one and then play this game. Is it too it's, much spoilers to get into like why you're fighting all three of those villains? Three main they, villains. There's yeah, game? bro. There's a lot in here to unpack. Like Sandman, um although he's not like part of like the whole game, there's like side missions you can do and whatnot, but um yeah, you find him at the beginning. Um then you have like uh Craven the Hunter, who is just fed up where he's at. There's no one there to beat him. He is the hunter. He can kill anybody, hunt anybody. He's like the fiercest warrior. He's like, I need a, I need a better playing ground, a new playing ground. Mm. So he heads to New York. He's looking for a challenge. Yes, <laughs> he's looking for a challenge. And there, you know, like New York's full of, full of all these different villains. The villains you, you played against in the first Spider-Man, he goes and hunts. Mm. He's like, I want to you know, to see if there's a challenge and he goes and like kills them and stuff and, or at least tries, I should say. Wow. And then there's venom, right? Um, so in this game, Harry Osborn, right? Norman's son, uh, best friends with Peter. Uh, supposedly he went away right on vacation. That's what they told Peter and MJ, but turns out he was really sick. He had a very like deadly disease that actually killed his mother. And in order to um, heal him and, and keep him from dying, um, Lizard, who was working with Norman at, at the time, oh, uh, they found like a meteor with some kind of weird substance on it, like almost an alien. Oh. So they they basically introduced it to Harry and put it on his body and it like consumed him. And they put him in like a test tube where he stayed there for like a year. So he's floating in this test tube while this like symbiote alien thing is consuming him. Uh -huh. Turns out it's the venom symbiote. Oh, so uh. Yeah, he comes out of the like the test tube and he's like, "Yo, what's up, Peter? Where you been?" And then Peter's like, "Bro, where have you been at?" <laughs> like, so it, that was Harry Osborn. Harry Osborn, yes, is Venom. Or yes, yeah, he has the symbiote like alien on him. Kind oh, of. okay. 
and uh, it, it gets crazy. Um, there's cool. a point where Spider-Man Peter ends up getting the symbiote suit, which is like the super classic black suit and stuff. And, you know, kind of like similar to the Tobey Maguire uh, a movie, the third one, mm-hmm. something similar happens to where it alters his personality. It, it, he stops being like the Peter we know and starts getting more dark and stuff. So it's sick. And, and but what's cool too about this is now you also see Miles's perspective. He's like, "Yo, that's not the guy I know." Yeah. So now Miles has to step up to like kind of bring him back. You know what I'm saying? Like cool. Spider-Man's off doing stuff that he shouldn't be doing. Okay, I'm also Spider-Man, so now I got to go stop Spider-Man. <laughs> so it's like Spider v Spider. It's pretty sick, bro. Yeah, they're pointing fingers at each pretty other. Pretty much. <laughs> um, that's dope. Would I recommend? Yes, bro. Please, yeah. like I said, go go get it. Yeah, Say yeah. you got to at least try. I gotta it. play it. I got. Is it? PlayStation only right now? Um, Is it on PC? Do you know? I don't know, actually. I'm no, not sure. Okay. It might be. I don't see why not. Yeah. I know it wouldn't be on Xbox for okay. sure. Yeah. So it might be on Steam. Yeah, look it up. I'll if it is. Yeah, you're going to have to check Good it looks, out. bro. Okay. Sure. Spider-Man. Yes, sir. All right. Coming up next is an album I know Alex has not listened to, but... What is it? How do you know I haven't listened to it, bro? <laughs> is, How uh, do you know this? <laughs> it is... Uh, it is the new Night Lavelle okay. album, bro. Yeah, I have not listened to that. Shout out to Night Lavelle, though. Yeah, bro. I know it's some. You even watched him in person, right? You saw him in concert. Yeah, bro. I stuff. saw him in concert actually this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't was, you go? It was like Ski Mask and like all these uh, other guys. No, or am I thinking different? That was uh, that was grade A last year. I went to see Snot. It was okay. actually Snot and Night Lavelle were performing. Oh, sick. This year. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. And it was cool. It was at the Van Buren. It was like good performance it was awesome i'm really i'm gonna have to see him again though after this album this album is called i hope you're happy that's what it's called i hope you're happy i hope you're happy (laughs) and uh but it's not like a happy kind of album by any means it doesn't sound like it. no it's very like dark tones and stuff like that but his music is always kind of like that but i just wanted to highly recommend it to people if you're kind of into like that kind of music, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, Suicide Boys, Snot, mm-hmm. uh, even Ski Mask, I would put kind of mm-hmm. in there. Night Lavelle. But it's like rap. Yeah, it's rap. Yeah, rap, okay. Rap. He does some singing in this one, too. Like, oh. He just has his whole artist image is really good. Like, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. the way he dresses, presents himself, the way he, like, does his videos is very, mm-hmm. like, cohesive with the way he looks and the way his songs are. He's yeah. just, like, a really good artist, in my opinion. Okay, like, he really in every aspect of the way. So I really respect him a lot for that. I love his music and this new album. It's only like 29 minutes long or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, I low key like shorter albums. Yeah. I Whether do it's too. like an EP or like, you know, like I do too, because it just came out yesterday and I, I listened to the whole thing yeah. like probably twice at least. Yeah, so. for sure. Um, but I, I'll, I'll recommend a couple on there. One on there, Peekaboo, I, I was a big fan of. Sick. And uh, there's another on there. I can't think of the name right now, but it's with Zilla Kami. Mm-hmm. Uh, is featured on it. And, dude, Zilla, he's a he's one of those underground guys right now that I think he's on the come up, bro. Okay. okay. When he, he goes hard in this song, bro. Uh, I, like I got, bars? Yeah. He's, okay. Just the way he comes in and his voice and stuff, it's just like, you're like, it's like, oh, Zilla's here, bro. Like, it's just fun. Like, he's just a... He's a fun artist. Bro. Okay. I really like Zilla. So sick. I've never heard of that guy. Yeah, Zilla Kami. I wanted to see him at Grade A this year. I just yeah. got to the concert a little late, so that I didn't sucks. see him. But that's terrible. It was bro. awesome though. Grade A this year was awesome. Sick. Uh, but um, yeah. yeah, highly recommend. I hope you're. Uh, I hope you're happy. I by hope Nadal. you're happy, bro. Uh, I but hope you were happy. 
Yeah, that was a good. That was one of my sick music recommendations this yeah. year. Yeah, go yeah, which just came out yesterday. So. See, I don't really listen to that type of music, but I'll, I'm gonna have to check it out, yeah. especially if it's that short. Again, I don't like super oversaturated yeah. fatty albums, mm-hmm. bro. Super easy to get through. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. Sick. Yeah. Highly recommend. Absolutely. Go listen to it. Moving on though. Yeah. What do we got next? We got uh, something that you wanted to bring up. Yeah. Oh yeah. So on the topic of music, bro. Um. Couple, actually a couple. I'm not going to get too deep yeah. into them. Number one, Chris Brown dropped an album. It's called 1111. Mm-hmm. Very spiritual and stuff. Kind okay. of his, you know, his story. Super good, bro. Vibey. It's Chris Brown, as you know, but there's more like, he's kind of doing more like Afrobeats music. Mm-hmm. So it's super good, bro. Like, I just love that type of vibe. Super uplifting. Super good. His singing top tier. Chris Brown's out there. I don't care what anyone says. A vocalist, artist. I love Chris Brown. That's a dude. He's got a good voice. He does. Yeah. Controversial. I agree. Yes, mm-hmm. obviously. But he's up there in terms of music. Mm-hmm. I like him. Uh, and then uh, Tory Lanez actually dropped a deluxe album for Alone at Prom. I don't know if you ever listened to that album. Really? I like Tory Lanez. Yeah, yeah. He's in jail. I know. <laughs> I saw that. I just watched like a deep dive on that. Did you? Yeah, literally like last week or something. Dude, yeah. Uh, I don't want to get into that situation, but yeah, he's in jail for who knows like how years. Something like that, bro. He's serving time. I know. And I guarantee you he dropped this deluxe album to get more money to pay for lawyers and stuff. Dude. I'm sure that's what he's doing. He's in prison. Like, yeah. And yeah. uh, oh, it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. So in college, bro, I was, I was listening to him a lot. Bro, yeah. I, he has I, a good voice. Absolutely. And I like how he does like his hip hop, his rap, and his singing. It's all good. So it, it's like just, yeah. he's good in all those aspects. So who knows when we'll get more Tory Lanez music considering Dang. he's behind bars. <laughs> but this album's really good. It's more like a, it reminds me of like kind of the weekend's newer stuff. It's 80s pop, kind of Michael Jackson-esque, you know. Nice. Uh, in the deluxe, deluxe album, dude, it's so good in the gym. Yeah. All right, if you ever go to the gym, bro, put this on. It's so nice. It's yeah. just a vibe. Gets you going. Nice. Um, so those two are kind of what I want to recommend. But I did want to ask you for your Spotify wrapped. Uh-huh. Who was your number one artist? Number one artist was Suicide Boys. Was it? Again. Okay. <laughs> it was. This was, was like last year too? I, was, I think it was Suicide Boys. Was Suicide it? Boys, I think I started listening to mostly last year. Maybe the year before also. But like really started listening to them last year. Yeah. So I think they were my top artists, and then I just more of the same this year. There wasn't a ton <laughs> yeah. of stuff that really came out this year. I didn't feel like. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Depending on who you listen to. Yeah. yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was like in the top two percent for them. Crazy. Yeah. Sick, bro. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for me, if you had to guess, Drake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bro, it's Drizzy. been Drake from like I don't even know how many years. <laughs> it's even before Spotify wrapped, I'm sure if you go back to my albums and listens, it's just yeah. Drake, 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 Drake. There you go. Well, I, were you in like a top percentage? Uh, three. Really? Top three. three. Drake. But it's crazy because three. there's so many listeners. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, that bro. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's the GOAT. That's all I got to <laughs> say. I I mean, I have my opinions on his newest album that he dropped, uh, For All the Dogs. It mm. wasn't really For All the Dogs. I don't know who no. it was for. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, it for me... It, when I heard for all the dogs and the way he made it seem, it was like for all his old fans, like his OGs, like, oh, I'm taking it back to like the days, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Wasn't really, you know. What was more of the vibe like? I, it was really a culmination of different things, different okay. styles, R&B, pop, like fun, you Kinda know. experimenting. Like drill, um, yeah. stuff like that. Uh, and like bangers, I guess. So it obviously it was successful. But I have my, you know, opinions on it. It's still good. I mean, I'll still listen to it. But yeah, Drake, number one. That's there on you me. go. All yes, right. Night Lavelle was also in my top five, I think. Was he? Yeah. Sick. Which he hasn't dropped an album since like 2019. So for him to be in my top five still, 
I like Night Lavelle. Shout out Night Lavelle. Night Lavelle. Canadian. Canadian. Yeah, artist. I didn't know that. I was looking that up. Yeah. I had no idea. Yep. He's out there with, it was Justin Bieber, Tory Lanez, Drake, Dude. The Weeknd. Drake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Canadian rappers. They got Song us. They figured writers. something out. Yeah, something out in <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> but uh, so moving on, I guess is something that we just want to touch upon really quick. Yeah, because it just got announced. Yeah, I'm sure everyone's going to be recommended it, but that's GTA Six. Yeah, officially announced. Yeah, you know what's Whoa. crazy? You know what's crazy? Mm. Um, so one number one, it's releasing in 2025. Like, bro, GTA. Five came out in 2013, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Dog, come on. Mm-hmm. Like, I was 13 years old <laughs> playing GTA 5. Dude. I'm going to be 25, 26 playing. No, come on. Dude. This remi- like- GTA 6 reminds me of, like, them saying when they were going to release Avatar, <laughs> like, waiting for that yes. every year. Yes. It's like, you hear it's going to come out every year, but it never comes out. That's actually a good point. <laughs> That's, That's how a valid this reminds point, me. bro. Like, I, I didn't think it was happening until I saw a trailer. Facts. And then I was like, okay, it's actually happening. Yep. And what's funny is people are speculating, like, when's the trailer going to drop? They announced December 5th. Trailer's going to drop. However, they released it early because everyone leaked it. Yeah. Somehow, someone got a hold of it. They leaked it out. So they said, you know what? Since it's leaked, we're going to upload it now. Go watch it on Rockstar, like the YouTube channel. Within, I think, a couple hours, it broke a million. It yeah. broke records I'm for sure. the most viewed within like this time yeah. span. People talk about it every single year. I heard that yeah. the person who leaked it was one of the kids of someone at the company. Yeah, okay. I read that too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I didn't know like if that was true or not, but I did see that. Yeah. Which would would suck Savage. for that guy or uh, whoever the and lady it's like dude. A really like main dude. Like, oh, that's yeah. bad. Yeah, that's bad for that person. Then that's terrible. But I, it's I, good for us. But it, <laughs> yeah. it sucks because like I what? How are they gonna discipline him? Would they discipline him because it wasn't his fault? Like it his, was his kids kid gotta go on time like, out. I'm gonna but do this. It's his fault for for the thing being accessed or easily accessed by his kid. That's like true. it shouldn't be in a place where his kid could even have access to it. Yeah. Unless the kid what snuck into the his offices. Kid was yeah. like, his kid really <laughs> yeah. was like, I'm going to post genius. this. I wonder how old he is. How old do you think this I, kid was? I don't, I don't know how I old he was. Too. Let's like, say he's he a middle schooler. Yeah. Like, that's that's what I'm saying. Reason. Let's say he's bro. a middle schooler. He's like, bro, I'm going to get clout. Yeah. I'm going to show my, my homies at school, bro. He's the talk of the school. He's that guy. He's that guy. His dad's probably going to get fired, but I'm that guy. That I'm that guy. <laughs> um, GTA Six, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, what else was I gonna say about it? I Take, lost my train of taking thought. place in Florida. It seems like so. It's in Vice City, mm-hmm. which is their my like you know Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I mean, uh, do you ever play the original Vice City GTA? I Vice City? I, don't, I actually didn't play. I mean, I'm sure with like a lot of kids, their parents didn't let, <sighs> they let them play GTA. Out, um, but I did start playing it in college. Okay. I started playing GTA 5. Sick. But that's when I started, though. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So GTA 6 is going to take place in, in uh, Vice City. So there was already a Vice City out. Okay. It came out a while ago on the PS2. Phenomenal game. Um, yeah, it's, it's supposedly it's like a, the protagonist. It's actually the first female protagonist you can play as yeah, in any that. GTA, which is big for them. And there's also there's two protagonists. It's kind of like a Bonnie and Clyde yeah. dynamic, which it is kind of cool. sick. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't think they've done that before. Yeah, there was a shot in there that reminded me of Pulp Fiction a lot. What, where they pull up with the guns yeah. and the mask? Is yeah. that what you're talking about? I think so. And it looked like a diner almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So again, released in 2025, which is crazy. <laughs> I mean, at that point, people got time to save up for a new Think console. About it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it's dope. It looks great, dude. So, okay, another thing. Yeah, sorry, not to interrupt, no, yeah. but it's it's actually on the newest revamped like engine, Rage mm-hmm. Six, I think it's called. 
the GTA 5 was on Rage. GTA 5 and Red Dead was on Rage 5, I believe. Okay. And then Rage 6 is their new revamped yeah. engine. It, it does look insane. Sick. It looks insane. And they in the trailer, they took a lot of, you know, news stories from actual Florida, yeah. you know, news stuff. So it's funny. I saw a side-by-side where it shows, like, the news story and the trailer. Yep. And they, like, copied a lot of stuff just verbatim. Exactly. And made, like, a montage exactly. in GTA. <laughs> that's pretty, that's good marketing. It <laughs> is good marketing. And I, there's a guy who is suing Rock star for using his likeness is really? with a bunch of face tats he calls himself the joker or something like yeah. that i could be wrong but in the trailer there's a guy there's like an inmate who is like face tats he's got kind of similar tattoos so this Dang. guy in real life is suing them for using his likeness which they should all be trying to get that coin because <laughs> they use a lot of people they just did like from kind of random videos oh yeah and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. So. exactly but it made for a really good trailer <laughs> yeah so are you excited Oh yeah, I am excited. Yeah, okay. I, I am not well versed in GTA as most people probably no. are. But have you it, ever played the uh, like Red Dead Redemption? Did you ever yeah, play that? Okay, yeah. Red, Dead, Red Dead Redemption Two. Mm-hmm. Did you play that one? Yeah. Okay. Solid, solid games. Beautiful games. Awesome games. I yeah. think I recommend. Honestly, I recommend. I know it's not GTA. Go play Red Dead Redemption Two, please. It's a beautiful story, and I hope one day they they make it into a film. Mm-hmm. I think there's already That'd been be talks, cool. like supposedly, really where cool. you know they they would make a Red Dead Redemption film. But the Western, dude, it's a beautiful story. You got to go yeah. play that one. Those I two agree. games, all those all those Rockstar games, they hit, bro. They <laughs> hit, bro. So there's a lot to look forward to. Um, obviously, there's going to be a lot for us to talk about. Hopefully, this upcoming year, 2024. I don't know. Have you seen anything? That's like anticipated for this year, Mackenzie. You've seen anything? Well, or? I was gonna say like video game movie adaptation. They yeah. just um, released the Fallout. Oh, good mm-hmm. looks! Yes. Damn. They just shout released. out. That's yeah. facts. Fallout trailer, Fallout series trailer. Yeah. Oh, it looks good. Too. It does. Uh, hopefully, this you know does some justice to that series because Fallout seventy six was <sighs> garbage. Dude, it was trash. trash. I played like. For five minutes, probably. Yeah. And I don't know. It yeah. was so garbage. Yeah. Fallout 4, though. That's where I started. Really? Yeah. Bro, so you haven't played Fallout 3 or New Vegas? I've played a little bit. Okay. I went back and played it because I love Fallout so much. Fallout 4 was good. It was uh, New Vegas is probably, in my opinion, the best yeah. Fallout game, hands down. That's cool. Yes, sir. Yeah, taking place in Vegas. That's yeah. sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, you got to play one. But shout out Mackenzie. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not like... um. I don't know if I'm too excited. I'll check it out just because oh, I like yeah. Fallout. Yeah. Um, but I did see like pictures of like they had the big old um, what do you Brotherhood of Steel suits like mm-hmm. the big old mech suits. Mm-hmm. It looks sick, dude. It, it looks, looks good. It looks like a, a very grand show. Like mm-hmm. like because you could have a story that's very like small in the Fallout, like yeah. following one character around. But yeah. it looks like they're doing a lot. So I'm kind of excited to see Facts. what they do. Facts. So I guess that's anticipated. I'm not. I don't know what else is coming out this upcoming year. No, um, dude, I'm not. I'm not because like a, a lot of stuff that we probably would have seen trailers for probably got um, pushed because of the strikes yeah. that were going on. Yeah. Um. So maybe people are waiting. There's maybe. a lot of stuff coming out in December, just in general yeah. as far as movies. But as far as 2024, we'll have to see. Yeah, that's true. As of this recording, I think it's like Wonka, mm-hmm. which I I'm gonna go see. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes. Sorry, Deadpool 2. Deadpool 3. Oh, 3. Yep. Sorry. I Sick. forgot about the second one. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah they had time I travel. Don't know why and I yeah. forgot that one. Yeah. I do remember it. Okay, now. Sick, sick. <laughs> I'll be good. Yep. Deadpool movie. It's always a good year. Yeah, okay, Deadpool so that's three. a fact. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, Deadpool 3 is going to be good. I like that. Wolverine, mm-hmm. Deadpool. Hopefully, they introduce. I don't know. We'll see how they do it. But Did you go see Napoleon? Or no? no, 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 no. Did you? No, I didn't either. Okay. I, was wondering. I do want to check it out. 
I do want to check it out. I, too. I haven't even actually heard anything of no, it. I haven't I seen haven't, any reviews or. I haven't either. Is it even out? Yeah, it is. Okay, out. sick. It came out like in thanks on Thanksgiving, I think. Oh, it was a November movie. Yeah, I do remember. Um, so no, I haven't one. seen it. Uh, another one that came out recently is called Poor Things. Is Yorgos uh, Yorgos okay. Lanthimos. Uh, uh, he made okay. movies such as like The Lobster and this other foreign film called Dogtooth that I watched in mm-hmm. NAU when I was mm-hmm. at school there, which was my first film. But I just think Sick. I just think it's a movie that people should check out because it's different, bro. Okay. Is it like, the one with Emma Stone? Yeah, it's got Emma Stone and Mark Ruffalo in it. I Okay, I've seen some clips of it. Yeah, it seems like it's yeah. different. Like okay. a, a movie that could take, I don't know. I think, it's, I think it could be. I haven't seen it, but it's something I want to see really bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, sick. In light of the spirit, are you watching any Christmas stuff right now? And if so, which which what's your go to Christmas movie? Yeah, oh, real quick, just before we we end things. I love Jingle All the Way. Okay, I like that one with okay. uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and Sinbad is in there interesting. Too. That's an interesting uh, choice. That's a good one. Uh, there, Sinbad is so funny in that movie, mm. bro. It's actually got the kid from uh, Luke's, uh, not Anakin Skywalker, isn't okay. it? Okay, little sick. kid Anakin Skywalker. That's dope. Um. <laughs> There's just so many funny, like, random jokes in that and so many just funny situation. Arnold Schwarzenegger is funny in it, but Sinbad, yeah. bro. There's, like, this scene where uh, they're, like, in this mail office and they're both trying to get the toy, right? The last toy for their kid, like, Sinbad. And have you seen the movie? I don't think so, So no. Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger are fighting for the this la- this toy that both their kids really want. Okay. But it's, like, off the shelves, like, flying off the shelves. So they both go to this radio station mm-hmm. to try to win this toy that they okay. heard announced on the radio and they're racing there. And I don't know, Sinbad like threatens the radio guy like with one, cause he's a mailman and he just takes out one of his packages and he's like, I got a bomb. There's a bomb in Damn. this package That's <laughs> crazy. Him with a bomb. And then they run out of the radio station and then, as he's running out, the place explodes, and he's like, "There's actually a bomb in that box." This is a sick world we're living in with sick people. That's <laughs> and crazy. He just walks off, bro. Very okay. Sinbad just does such a okay. good job. Okay, <laughs> I've never he's seen hilarious. that. I've never you, seen you that. See it, bro. All right, but what about you? What about for the season? What kind of gets you in the spirit? Dude, I love I love the Grinch, but specifically um, Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. I think that's my go-to. I would just watch it at home with the family. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying. And then they the came out the show. animated one a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. That one was pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grinch, just in general, I think. Dude, is interesting my go-to. fact that I just saw on Twitter. Okay, actually. go ahead. Wait, uh, hold on. X. No. Wait, what about? It's wh- not Twitter no more. Uh, it's X. <laughs> <laughs> let's, get, let's get that That's, right. Thank you. Elon Musk. Sorry, Elon. Exactly. <laughs> but on X recently. Yeah. Actually, it was on TikTok. So, okay, so <laughs> this is pointless. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, yeah, cut. Uh, but so... The Grinch, that animated one that you just mentioned, is the highest grossing Christmas movie ever. No, I don't believe ever, it. Ever. 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 And that's coming from like streams or what? What What are they? Like box office. Really? Yeah. Seriously. Highest grossing. Yep. Damn. Isn't that crazy? And that just came out like not too, too long ago. Like, A couple of years ago. I yeah, think, four right? maybe. I didn't five. see it, but. It's I, good. I saw But there's on, no way. It is, bro. The I, highest I grossing. Just, yeah, I looked it up. It is. Yeah, okay. That's, it's at... Um, I thought that was the most random movie to be at the top. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's $526 million. But even if... Okay, even if that wasn't the case, what would you guess would be the highest grossing, uh, highest rated Christmas movie? 
I feel like Christmas movies are just not theater movies, you know? I feel like they're ones you put on at home. So, I, like, it's well, hard yeah. for me to, like, think about that. Yeah. But, like, I would say, like, Home Alone, probably. Yeah, no, that's true, huh? Yeah. Probably, like, a classic like that. Yeah. Damn, the Grinch animated? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It might have been that Tyler, the Creator inspiration. They I had was a Tyler, the Creator too, song yeah. on there. Yeah. That's a good song. <laughs> that's int- Yeah, I thought that was so interesting. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say, what about you, Mackenzie? Um, mine is Home Alone. Okay, there you go. One and two. One and two. Uh, yeah. I, I like think two a little more. I I agree. I think I I think two's <laughs> a little bit better. I think one's more iconic, mm-hmm. but two I think just hits a little different. It's it's, it's a li- they go like a little more extreme with everything. Yeah, 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 for sure. They would definitely die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Well. Um. You know, in light of the spirit, obviously the year is about to end. Um. A lot was watched this year. A lot was talked about. A lot was planned. And now we get to do it again yes, for this sir. upcoming year, 2024. There's a lot to look forward to, as you can see on this table. It's probably my fault that I've been fidgeting with these a lot. <laughs> so I'm so sorry if they're starting the to bend video, all over the place. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Through the whole time, <laughs> I've been sitting here just messing with this. But as you can see, we got these cool stickers. Shout out to Curtis. Look at his shirt, bro. Real quick, just showcase this. Okay. So 2024 is going to be a year full of ju- just presentation like this. We, we're, we're talking merch. We're talking stickers. We're talking about goodie bags. Yeah. So please, please, please let us know what you guys would like to see. Let us know what you'd be interested in. I think this is super sick. I mean, Barbie inspired and the film frat in itself. So I think uh, this year was great, and I'm looking yeah. forward to next year. Super solid year for film prep, bro. I think we made a lot of progress. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What are you hoping for this upcoming year? Real quick before we end. I think, I think we really tuned in the show this year, and I yeah. think we're going to kind of run with it from where we've gotten it to this point. Absolutely. And I think we got a really gotten it to a really good spot that I'm excited to start doing stuff like this, yeah. really like promoting it to people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We go follow us and subscribe and just catch what we're doing yep Mm -hmm. and so that's the plan for this upcoming year again we thank you so much for tuning in for those who are enjoying it for those who send feedback thank you so much um i'm excited to see what else will come up um this upcoming year but to the end to end the month we hope you guys enjoy the holiday stay safe enjoy with families you know watch all the best movies that you can and spend time eating and just being around the family you know Mm -hmm. absolutely thank you to Mackenzie for guests starring on this episode yep, absolutely so the voice of reason the voice of reason which she's been back there before mm-hmm. you know giving us insight yeah and normally just shouting like hey yeah <laughs> and we're like <laughs> what? what was that what'd you say <laughs> but now we can hear crisp and clear the details that exactly. we're missing <laughs> so uh our next competition we'll see how that goes okay, okay. Mm-hmm. so i got you in that second half i'm sorry i'm still gonna brag about that no mm-hmm. i won the first competition of the show <laughs> all right we appreciate you guys thank you for tuning in stay safe stay out there have fun do what you can peace out deuces <laughs>